Hola, love buddies. Welcome back to another episode of the Wedded Podcast with your hosts, Jen and Steve Van Elk. We are a semi-professional look at wedding planning and marriage. Basically, we're going to help you get together and hopefully stay together. A little dance. I feel like dancing tonight. Maybe because it's been night. We've been trying to get our daughter to sleep. Is our daughter asleep? Nope. Nope. Got the iPad babysitter right now. I hit my second wind. I'm feeling great. Well, our daughter definitely hit her second wind. In our defense, she took a nap at like six o'clock and slept until about 830. So she is, as far as she's concerned, ready to go for another few hours. We're going to die early. (laughs) Only if she keeps taking naps and doesn't learn how to stay awake in the day and sleep at night. Jennifer, what did you want to talk to me about today? A couple of things that we needed to discuss. Thanks so much for doing the dishes. <laughs> I was really, really hoping that you would have made the the HelloFresh box. Oh, I was hoping there. you would have made that because uh, I don't want to. I don't either. Because <laughs> it's meatloaf. Yeah. And it's not HelloFresh, it's every plate. We've gone through like eight of these food services now. Oh, okay. What's your favorite one? It's my favorite one so far. Uh, gosh, how many? Which ones have we done? Uh, Hello Fresh, Blue Apron, and Every Plate. So only three. I was I was exaggerating quite a bit. Yeah, that's still a lot. <laughs> Honestly, I like the simplicity of Every Plate so far. I feel like the meals are a lot quicker to make than the other boxes, but I like the Blue Apron ones were more tasty. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember the HelloFresh ones. Uh, I hate them all equally. I, I think they're all <laughs> terrible things. Um, they get us to make food that is sometimes good, sometimes not so good. And it takes a very long time to make it. And I don't enjoy making it. I enjoy cooking a lot of different things. But I genuinely hate doing any of those uh cue card things because it's like here is your card it tells you what you're supposed to do and then it's like and it has times for how long it should take and it's like oh if i plan my night out if i plan my night out around the time it's supposed to take then i'm gonna have a free night i'm gonna have a ton of stuff to do you know like uh, i'm gonna have a ton of time to do stuff in i mean and what happens is i get started on it and i'm uh peeling the carrots i'm peeling the carrots i'm peeling the carrots and and then the carrots are bad. <laughs> and it takes me like 20 minutes longer to peel carrots, apparently, than anybody else on the face of the earth. Babe, so it takes I love me you two to three times longer to make so these meals. So much. I love you so much. It takes you much longer to do a lot of things. <laughs> I like to put a lot of thought and focus behind the things I'm doing. And I like to make sure I get them right. The big thing for me is they're asking me to do a lot of things I've never done before. And like that peel con- carrots. confuses and scares me. Yes, like <laughs> peeling carrots. And so it takes me longer to get those things done because I don't have the confidence. Well, okay. Steven makes very delicious food, but I will say this. His food is always incredibly fattening and bad for us, but it's so good. Every time I'm the one cooking, I lose weight. That's all I have to say. I, I don't know how because I don't. I make curry one night etouffee the next night uh what else do you know how to make <laughs> uh, maybe I'm, I'm like grilling a, burgers and uh making fries and then i'm grilling oh steak and making asparagus fries. and 
Then I'm making tacos. Okay, that's all five things I know how to make that put us through the weekdays. We're to the weekend. Now we can go out to eat. Yeah, we we tend to eat out a lot because we both, this is the problem. One of the issues with our marriage is that we both don't really like cooking. And so when it comes to the night, I feel like we kind of just wait and we hope that one of each other has an idea of what the dinner is going to be for that evening. And we just kind of wait and wait and wait. And then like six o'clock rolls around. We're like, oh, we should probably make some food. And then still like hoping that the other person (laughs) rolls around and we're both like, you didn't make any food tonight. Wow. (laughs) Let's get pizza. We eat a lot of takeout. We are incredibly unhealthy. (laughs) We do not eat a lot of takeout. We had pizza tonight. Right now our kids are on vacation. So we're going out to eat. We're going out to eat more often than we normally do (laughs) because our kids are on vacation. We've had, we've gone out to eat. We've been out of town. Once or twice a day. Multiple days. For a week. You've gone out to eat once or twice a day for a week. You've at least once. Mm -mm. I've been eating in a lot. What did you have for dinner last night? You've been been (laughs) ditching me so that you can go out and hang out with other wedding professionals. And I'm just at home with the kids. Little Stevie Stevie homemaker over Get what you get and you don't throw a fit. I always thought it was you get what you get and you don't lose your shit. (laughs) You were raised on the other side of the tracks. (laughs) The cool side of the tracks. I think we can all agree. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) On that note, talking about things we dislike doing, and we could talk a little bit about wedding dislikes. What you think? What you, what you, what you? I dislike being a guest at a wedding. It's one of my (laughs) least favorite things in the world. It's okay. It's very hard for us to be guests now because working... I, I imagine that it's kind of like a doctor having to go to a different hospital like they're constantly, maybe not necessarily judging other, maybe you're right, yeah, they're probably judging other doctors and stuff, but we are looking at the wedding professionals and like wondering what, like, why aren't they doing this? Why didn't the photographer capture this? Why isn't the catering team doing this? <laughs> I am not doing any of those things. <laughs> I am a guest at a wedding and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm very bored right now. What am I supposed to be doing? <laughs> if I was working, I'd have a ton of stuff to do right now and I'd be having fun, but I'm not working. Oh, I guess my kids are here. I will stress out for the next eight hours of my life because my kids want to run around in a crowded room with a bunch of strangers I don't know. And yeah, I guess I'm a helicopter parent. I don't care. <laughs> I've got stress. You, you I've got are worries. not a helicopter parent. And I will explain why you are not a helicopter parent because I came home after a lunch with a friend, came home and you were like, oh yeah, two to $300 worth of your makeup is destroyed because Nora somehow magically got into your makeup and I didn't know about it and dug her fingers into every single one of those pieces of makeup but somehow... I'm sorry. Nora was with me. I had to use the restroom. I said, look, baby girl, do you want to sit on my lap while I use the restroom? And uh, then I was like, wait, why would I do that when she's a capable young girl of uh, taking care of herself? Yeah. So I let her roam. She's capable of um, making herself a zombie by taking all of my makeup and swishing it together and smearing it on her face. fault is this? Uh, not mine because I put my makeup up in the bathroom. Why do I think she would ever be in the bathroom playing? 
she's not supposed to. She if plays in the bathroom her. every day, even when you're watching her. You are not a helicopter parent. You're I've a... got propellers that come out of my head and they make a <laughs> sound and then I hover up in the air. No, you are go-go gadget. Yeah, I'm, I'm Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget. And, there we go. Uh, yeah, I say go-go gadget helicopter. And I helicopter up to the ceiling at weddings, and then I just watch my kids run around through all the guests down below. It is stressful to be a parent and at, to be at a wedding. Some kids are just like mellow and don't need to run around. Our kids are not. No, not at I th- all. I thought our second one would be she is not. She's worse than the first in in many ways, but we Mostly learned what it boys. was like. Yeah, uh, we I mean, we learned very quickly that we cannot take our kids to weddings. And so even if they do allow kids, we typically try to find a sitter just because it's it's so incredibly stressful. We wanted to chat a little bit about what guests dislike about weddings. A full 10 minutes into the episode. <laughs> yeah, high fives. <laughs> I need a, I need an actual high five. I'm not very happy with you just staring at it. And he actually gave me a high five, but it was the weakest high five I have ever got. In my defense, I'm holding my iPad with my notes in my right hand. All I had for you is my left hand, and I have critically injured my shoulder, and it's very hard to move it, period. Not critically injured. Yeah, his, I might die. Shoulder I'm bleeding out right now inside my body. It's I'm pretty certain there's like a sore. sack of blood in <laughs> in the back of me. <laughs> It's disgusting. I've had extreme vertigo today, like to the point where I can't, I can barely walk. And I went on a run. <laughs> How long did that run last, Jen? I actually ended up making it almost two miles. So not too bad. Not too shabby. You came back and told me the darkness was closing in all around you. Oh, I was going to die. Yeah. You're well on your way. Okay, let's get back on topic. Let's get to the let's, topic. Let's start from the very beginning. You have a controversial statement you want to make. Go ahead and make it. You've been trying to put it off this whole time by engaging me in these talks about whether or not I'm a good parent. I'm the best. But now make your statement. I want to hear it. Statement about you being a parent? No, about guests, Jen. About guests. <laughs> get back you just to the bring up the parent, whatever. Because that's how you were avoiding I the think controversy you are you're avoiding to it. I think you are avoiding it. Well, here on Wedded, we try to address the hard topics. I'm sure that, I mean, if you are planning your wedding right now, you might be listening to other podcasts. And I think we just want to try to address some things that maybe other people aren't talking about. Yeah. Number one, don't listen to other podcasts. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Unless it's my podcast and you listen to that one. That was a good one. Let's, let's just start from the very beginning. Like, why are you having a wedding? To get married. Okay. Why do you have to have a wedding with guests? You don't. Okay. So if you are having a wedding with guests, don't you think it would be safe to say that the wedding should be about the guest as well? No, it's not their day. It's my day. No, no. If it's your day, then get eloped. Here have a destination wedding. Uh, on my day, I want everybody to be looking at me saying, doesn't he look lovely? Doesn't he look beautiful? And I got that 10 years ago when I married you and all eyes were on me. It's true. I think it's because <laughs> your hair was so high. You were closer to heaven than me. <laughs> you know, I need to talk about my weird blonde fro. Okay. <laughs> so I, I think that, yes, the wedding should be about you too. It should be about you getting married and celebrating with your friends and family, but you would not have a big party without 
considering the if you didn't want people to have a good time of people who are there you're a good time gal we all know you're a good time gal jen you want your friends and your family to know you're a good time gal too that's why you have a big party yeah it's the good time gal hoedown at the let's go down to the hoedown got it good time gal good old boy I feel like the very beginning, the first thing that the guests are going to be receiving is an invitation. Say one of the largest problems that people have before the wedding is receiving RSVPs. I'm sorry. uh, You mean one of the largest problems brides and grooms have is receiving RSVPs? Because I got no problem getting RSVPs that I'll never return. Yeah, that's typically what most people do. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm a good guest. And I'm cool. So I want to do what everybody else is doing. Absolutely. that's how you stay cool. Don't rock the boat. I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for us this week at Wedded. <laughs> the end. One way that can ensure that you will receive RSVPs is to make it as easy as possible. There are services out there for RSVPing that will actually call your guests and see if they are attending the wedding Receiving a call or a text can actually be simpler for them than, I mean, it seems like they should be able to return a card, but I will tell you that a big portion of your guests that you send out invitations to are not going to return their card. As the oldest millennial on this podcast, I just want to come out and say, uh, I would prefer... To never receive a phone call ever. Um, Texts are cool, but if you send me a phone call to try to get me to RSVP to your wedding from a phone call service, that guarantees I won't be showing up and I won't be sending you a gift either. That's crazy. You are the worst human being in this room. (laughs) Let's not limit it to this room. Come on. Probably in this neighborhood. Um, (laughs) Listen, I am the youngest millennial in this room And I am completely okay with a phone call. I do not pick up the phone for strange numbers because once you do that one time, that strange number... What if it's automated? What if it's automated? Hi, this is a automated call for... Click, done. Mary and... Well, I mean, it's left. It's like a voicemail because then you never pick up. It's going to go to a voicemail. If it went to voicemail, that'd be fine. I'm never going to listen to it. That's straight to the trash. Okay. I don't know exactly. I've never used some of the services, but I know that there are options there. Honestly, I feel like anytime that I have done RSVPs, simplest, the way that almost every single person responds to my RSVPs is through text. That might be less than classy or ideal for a wedding. Mm-hmm. But if you really want RSVPs, I mean, put in that card or make it an option to be able to text a particular number, even maybe an RSVP service that can handle all of the RSVP for you. So they're not texting you. Maybe they're texting a service. And then for your older guests who are uh, that are going to turn their nose up to texting can they still the send their call. card. They can still send in a card. They'll get the phone call because old people always pick up the phone. That's true. Burn. That's ageism. Oh, yes. That's mostly a burn on me. I'm the oldest person on this podcast. But you never pick up the phone. <laughs> You're the outlier. Yeah. Honestly, you do you. If you really feel like it's necessary for you to put a RSVP return card, 
do it. I will say a big portion of people aren't going to do it, even though it's simple as sticking it in the mailbox and flipping up the, the flag. But I will say there's going to be a ton of people who don't do it. Make, Make it sure that postage is included on the RSVP Oh my goodness. If card. you do not have postage on there, they will not return it yeah. 100%. And if you don't have postage on there, then I can't take a candle and real quick just uh, put that underneath unseal that stamp and then apply Catch it to the something the card I want. on fire That's not, lose no. the stamp and the RSVP okay i'm trying to grift people out of their stamps jen they <laughs> people don't know to use stamps anymore that's what emails for that's what online bill pay is for so if you're not doing an invitation though could you get like a designer to design a real cool text for you though like maybe bride emoji hey you coming to this kick ass party <laughs> beer clinking emoji it's a wedding. I mean, if you're doing Groom something, emoji. I am so for couples going green. I think that saving the planet by using less trees, more power to you. I am so for that. I think that we should be more conscious about that stuff. Mm -hmm. So if you want to create a website and there's RSVP sections on that and, and different wedding, I think Wedding Wire might do one as well, but you can actually handle all, all of your RSVP in there as well. So if you even want to go that direction or build your own website, and then you can set up some way for people to RSVP, whether that be through text messages <laughs> or a RSVP service, or having them send an email to your maid of honor and, make, and forcing her to handle all of that situation, all of that stuff. Bertha's not going to like that. Who? Bertha. Your maid of honor. Oh. Big Bertha. That is incredibly offensive, Stephen. To people who played Super Mario Brothers? And Pee Wee Herman. No, that was Large March. Oh, darn. Okay. Anyway, I think we've really milked that. So maybe we can go to the next topic. Next topic, things that guests hate. Really long ceremonies. This will mostly depend on who you pick for the officiant. Like, maybe just... Ask the officiants, hey, can I get a videotape of another ceremony you officiated to see if the officiant did a good job or not? Like, maybe the officiant showed up and was, like, super high and turns out wasn't even technically <laughs> legal. you were going to refer to that. Maybe not. I don't know. But, you know, you, you want to make sure you have a good officiant. There is an actual situation currently that what what oh my goodness it's almost like you didn't read it i didn't this is crazy can you tell us what that's about <laughs> this is a little bit off topic but the couple were getting married um in a town they no longer lived in um but they, they were from that town so they hired someone through a booking site or an efficient because they didn't have one so they booked this guy. He showed up what they believed to be drunk or high. He had sunglasses on the whole time. He Sounds like a cool dude. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> and he kept messing up in the ceremony and he just sounded like he did not know what he was doing. I've seen a lot of officiants who uh, are licensed and supposedly know what they're doing who mess up a lot during a ceremony and uh, seem like maybe they might be drunk or high. Not at weddings we shoot, but I've seen videos online. A lot of videos. I kind do of you uh, do any work. I watch a lot of videos online. I don't know if you know this about me. <laughs> you might call me a YouTube connoisseur. <laughs> I 
love you. I love you. And I chose to be with you forever. The next thing that guests hate, and this goes kind of hand in hand with really long ceremonies, is having to sit in the sun on a hot day. We shoot a lot of weddings that are outside. And if it's really hot out, guests are showing up, guys in suits, ladies and Actually, ladies are probably all right. They're in like a sundress. They feel great. They're out Which there. Which is like it's just totally breezy. great to be like burning in the sun when with your shoulders it's called exposed. a sundress. <laughs> uh, if it wasn't made for being out in the sun, what was it made for? Something to consider if you are having an outdoor ceremony. If there is parasols, is if there is potential to put all of your guests in the shade, consider that. So many weddings that we've done outside where there is a large tree shading one area, you will have the entire entirety of your guest on one side in that shade and no one sitting in the sun. Another great thing that you might consider doing, and I'm just speaking up, you know, as a wedding photographer, is uh, just make sure there's like shade all around where the guests are sitting, you know, places where the wedding photographer might be standing while he's shooting pictures. That's my favorite when all the guests are burning and I'm like standing in the shade and kind of like, oh, I feel a little chill. You know, in a few years, I'm going to be that bald dude at weddings who's uh, one of the guests who's just sitting in the blazing hot sun and his forehead's just getting redder and redder and redder. Getting close. You married me forever, Jen. I chose to marry you forever. Even on a cool day, guests sitting out in direct sunlight isn't great because a lot of people end up getting sunburnt. And even though they feel cool and it might feel all right to them, like the sun is still very dangerous. So smart. <laughs> That's why you married me forever. If you are planning on having an outdoor wedding and it's during some of those months that could either it could go either way it could be warm it could be hot it could be potentially snowing have a backup plan a lot of your guests are showing up not knowing that it's going to be outdoors most people are going to be prepared but there are going to be a few that are going to be incredibly uncomfortable just sitting outdoors at a 50 degree wedding expecting it to be indoors because it's 50 degrees outside. Be considerate of your guests if you want, if it's really, really important to you to have the space outdoors, consider having blankets. Mm, consider having flannel shirts for everybody. Ooh, A good lumberjack flannel. motif going like on. Yeah. Red, bright red. Oh, baby. Photographs really nicely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, like maybe some shawls or something that people can be warm or um, at least keep the breeze off of their shoulders. Maybe some beanies for everybody too. Beanie babies? For their hat, their heads. Hat, hats for their hat, head, head hats, hat heads. There we go. Head hats. We could have passed out many babies at our wedding. For my mom's collection. Yeah. Each one of the guests would have been able to take one home. Wasn't there a wedding that went through a divorce recently over a Beanie Baby collection? Yes, but I don't know how true that is. <laughs> that sounds like an April Fool's Day joke. So let's talk about large gaps between the ceremony and reception. Why is that a bad idea? That's a great time for the guests, in my opinion, to go to a local bar and slam a few shots down, get pre-drunk. Exactly. That's, that's the reason why it's a bad idea. Um, I mean, it's not a bad idea for your guests. It is a bad idea for your wedding to have your guests, especially if you're planning on having a very long open bar, people going to bars and getting drunk and then coming to the wedding the reception and drinking more can end in disaster. Can start in disaster, let's be yeah. honest. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the reason why this could be a bad idea, especially if your guests have children, 
and they don't understand that there's going to be a large gap. Especially for out-of-town guests. Oh, absolutely. It can be incredibly stressful. Even though they have the opportunity to go to, you know, a hotel room or around town, it can it can be incredibly stressful for people who have children. It's suddenly like we got to fill an hour of time with our kids and they're still in their dress clothes and we have to make the decision to leave them in, take them out possibly put them back in for the reception because we don't want them to look like, you know, yeah. and we, we want to keep the clothes clean. So yeah, it becomes like a, a big deal for parents. What about people who don't have kids? Uh, who, who cares about them? <laughs> <laughs> I got kids. I don't care about people without kids. Well, it's try to think back like long, 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 long time ago when you didn't have kids. In, uh, in a lot of the research I've done for this episode on Reddit, mostly, uh, guests seem to be very upset by the idea that there might be an hour or two break because to them, it's like an hour or two where they're just bored. It's Even true. if they go to a bar, they're still bored. And it's like an hour or two they can't get back from their life and they're not like at the party. And it makes a lot more sense from a planning perspective to if you can do like a first look, get your photos done ahead of time. So then after the wedding, like maybe you still got to wrap up a few more portraits or whatever, but then there's like a cocktail hour and you go straight from the cocktail hour into the reception. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Yes, definitely a feeling of boredom. And I think you also, you have this, this moment and this climax after someone like Nat, oh no, oh no, you found my cigarette stash. <laughs> They're empty. I ate them all. <laughs> you bought brownies and ate them all? Anyways, you get the point. People don't want to find something to do around town, especially if they're out of town guests. It just causes more stress, especially if they don't have cars. Having to find an Uber to go somewhere and then an Uber back kind of kills. I feel like it kills the mood for the cocktail hour. It's not like, oh, we have something to look forward to. The cocktail hour. We're at the cocktail hour. It's like, oh, gosh, I just wasted so much time and I'm so freaking bored. And then we got to wait for the couple even longer for most people. Not me, though. I'm cool. I'm super cool. That's going to do it for part one of this episode on not pissing off your guests. <laughs> Nobody wants a pissy guest, least of all you and me. So we're going to wrap this one up. Jen, where can listeners find us? If you want to connect with us online, you can find us at Wedded Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you want to join the awesome community of listeners, we're growing on Facebook. You can join the Wedded Facebook group and we call it what? The Love Buddies Wedded Community, <laughs> I think. Um, and you can also visit our website at weddedpod.com. We are continually trying to grow our Facebook group. We are excited about um, building a community with that. Thanks for listening to another episode of Wedded. I love you, babe. I love you too, baby. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I chose you forever. Adios. Adios.